Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host Mason, and today we're going to be talking about many things. One of them is being the Bucks. They have now officially won the NBA Finals, and we're going to be talking about how it all went down in Game 6. Also, now that the season is over, there are so many interesting NBA free agents that I'd like to maybe predict where they might end up. And also, I will be predicting how some of the most interesting NFL divisions will end up and who will place first, who will be terrible, and who will be mediocre and might barely make the playoffs. Tune in for more on episode two of my podcast. Okay, so our first topic, obviously the Bucks, as I said in the intro, um, they officially have won the NBA Finals. They beat the Suns, and but a, a great season of the Suns, honestly. They fought really well. It's just a shame to see CP3 go out again without a ring on his finger. Um, but yeah, I, we that his future is up in the air right now. We might talk about that a little later in NBA free agency. So yeah, so at the end of the first quarter of the Bucks game, that Gian, Giannis had put up 17 points in the first quarter. Um. And they had a ten point, ten plus lead, at at, at a, during a time in the first quarter, but then in the second quarter, CP three came alive. He dropped ten in the second quarter, and the Suns went up by five at halftime. And a very sloppy beginning of the game. Seventeen combined turnovers at the end of the first half between both teams. Very sloppy. And at halftime, Drew Holiday two points. And Devin Booker only had four points at halftime. And one of the most disappointing things of, well, that was very disappointing, Drew Holiday and Devin Booker. But also another disappointing thing, DeAndre Eaton's defense, which we will talk about a little later. But then Giannis had a huge third quarter. He dropped 20 points, and it led to them tying the game at 77 going into the fourth quarter. And because DeAndre Ayton's lack of defense, he didn't play that well. Frank Kaminsky came off the bench and actually put in some good minutes. I just wanted to say that because he played really well, and he barely played at all this these NBA Finals. Another guy who really played well off the bench, Bobby Portis, the fan favorite in Milwaukee. He he played really well. He played good defense. He all around, he had a pretty good game. He has he has a really nice stroke for a big guy, so he can really shoot the ball. He had 16 points, and towards one minute left, um, Phoenix Suns down by six. Chris Middleton steps up and hits a dagger. It's an absolute dagger off a screen. To put him up by eight with 55 seconds left, no hesitation. This was not his best game, but he surely played well at the at the end of the game. He made two, some clutch free throws, and it was just an all-around. He played well. I mean, Drew Holiday didn't have the best scoring game, but he, defensively, he was phenomenal. I bet some of why... I bet probably around half of why Devin Booker struggled is because of Drew Holiday's defense. Drew Holiday, he played really well defense that whole series, and I have nothing but respect for him. And 
it's just congratulations to the Bucks. I mean, they're finally NBA champions. Congratulations to the city of Milwaukee, really. They've been waiting a long time for another title, and it's good to see. Yeah, obviously Giannis, he dropped at at the end. He had 50 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, and 5 blocks. I'd say that's a pretty a finals MVP-worthy performance. He played absolutely incredible. Defensively, he was all over the place. He was absolutely gassed at the end of the game. And it was so good and so nice to watch him at the end of the game let his his emotions just pour out as he as he cried and was with all his family. It was it's so good to watch because after so much time and dedication, they finally get it done. And it's just really good to see. Yeah, um, P.J. Tucker played really well, too. I mean, he didn't have the best game, but defensively, he played well. Brooke Lopez, I kind of forgot to mention him. He played well, too. Um, he didn't have the best game offensively, but he came in. in the third, he came in. Like really, he played well. He came in in that third quarter, and he he had he had like he draw he absolutely put a poster on DeAndre Ayton. Wow, that was a grown man jam right there. And yeah, so they're they're big men, really. I mean, they played well. Bobby Portis. I mean, if you have that lineup in where it's um Giannis, Bobby Portis. And Brooke Lopez all in. That's like unstoppable. And it really was. Yeah, so obviously Giannis deserved the finals MVP. I wouldn't give it to anybody else. And honestly, you just hate to see CP3 CP3 go out again like this. It's it's terrible because he played well. I mean, he had a really good second quarter, put him up by five at halftime. <clears throat> yeah. It was just just a same shame to see it because he is such a good player, hasn't won a ring yet, and it's just hard to see. It's like I I I I kind of was. I'm not. I'm a Warriors fan, Golden State Warriors, but I really wasn't rooting for anybody kind of in this series because, but I was leaning towards a little bit with the Suns because I did want CP3 to get a ring. He's been such a great player over time, and I really think he deserves a ring. I hope he does eventually, I, and we do not know what he is going to do, and free agency gets all up in the air right now, but, I mean, an astounding season by the Bucks, and we're going to end the NBA Finals discussion right there, and now that the season is over, we're going to get into some NBA free agency. So now we're talking about NBA free agency, and there are a ton of interesting NBA free agents who we do not do not know where they're going to go. I mean, we have so many. Like I, I swear to God, I bet I could write a book on how many free agents. I mean, right now, like there are so many that I mean, I could. I, I'm telling you, I could write. A book, but let's start out with some crystal, some vets. I mean, if a team is looking for a good 
veteran player. Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, and DeMar DeRozan. I honestly, I like Kyle Lowry to the 76ers, but there are, there is some news with Kyle Lowry going to the, uh, the Pelicans to replace Lonzo. And Lonzo, also a free agent we will talk about later. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, it's kind of, he could really go anywhere. I can honestly kind of see him re-signing. Maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, um, we have, uh, who else we have? We have Devontae Graham, Laurie Markinen, which I like to my team, the Warriors, honestly. I think he'd fit well there. And Victor Oladipo, we don't know where he's going to go. Um, Then we do have Mr. Lonzo Ball. I mean... It's, he could go really all over the place, but there's some speculation where he could get a four-year, hundred-plus million offer. I, I think that's a bit too much for. He hasn't been playing like superstar caliber, in my opinion. I think he's he didn't make an all-star. I don't think he should be given that high of a contract. I mean, it's been it's a it's. It's around a four-year $100 million, which is what teams are thinking of. For, but I, I really like Lonzo with the Bulls. I think he fits well. I think he would do pretty well, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think he would fit well with the Bulls. And I think his skills and I think, I think he would fit well. And then we have... Kawhi Leonard. We don't know where he's going. I bet he's he's probably very disappointed with how. I mean, he didn't make it to Western Conference Finals, but if I'm the Clippers, I think I'm looking for a championship. If I'm Kawhi, I'm like, I'm wanting a championship bad because he. I mean, he's won a championship, but still, like, he has. Uh, like, oh, he is him, Paul George. He's, I, I, I'm telling you, I think he, some crazy moves. I think this is a bold take. We talked about Damian Lillard last episode. So, if the Blazers are really trying to pull Dame back, you sign Kawhi Leonard to the Blazers. That would be huge. Huge. He had to get a big boy contract. But that would change everything. I think that, I don't know. That's kind of really just, really kind of like. Like, I think that's kind of. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it really does happen probably not though and then we have Derek Rose who I mean he could really go anywhere I mean if you're looking for a veteran guy on a young team I don't know maybe go with like the I don't know maybe just go to the Grizzlies like a young team or like just the 
I don't even know. Maybe the Pelicans. I'm not, maybe not, but, like, they need a point guard. I mean, maybe if Derrick Rose, just to give him some, help out, he would help out Zion. I think Derrick Rose would be good with Zion, and I think he would help him out. And Derrick Rose doesn't even have to start. You don't even have to give him that big of a contract, maybe one or two year contract. But, I mean, just anything to help out Zion because we do know that he is unhappy with the organization. P.J. Tucker, I think he stays with the Bucks after they just won their NBA Final Championship last night. Um, Blake Griffin, I think he stays with the Nets as well. I think he, I think he found his role, kind of. I think he fits well, and I think he has a good role there. And then Chris Paul. He, it's, I, I mentioned earlier, it's tough to see him lose again. But where he goes is completely up in the air, and no one knows for sure yet. But, I mean, we don't know yet. I mean, we can only hope. I mean, if I'm Devin Booker and I'm DeAndre Ayton, I am begging him to come back, and I think he might. I think he might. I'm leaning towards that he might because they made a great playoff run. They, they literally went to the NBA Finals, and they lost to a good team. And, I mean, <clears throat> what can he do? I mean, I know it's tough losing, but, I mean, what can you do? I mean, you played well, but I think he resigns. Honestly, you can't just make that deep of a run and leave. I really don't think that's – I think I think he stays. All right, guys, so that's about going to about wrap it up for the NBA free agency topic. And we'll, I'll be right back with – we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Okay, guys, so now for our third topic of the day, I will be – I guess in the intro, predicting some of the outcomes of some NFL divisions. Well, we have two here today. So the NFC North, which is the Packers, Bears, Vikings, and Lions, and the AFC East, which is the Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets. So we're going to start off with the NFC North. So in fourth place, I think this is kind of an easy one, the Lions in fourth, although they did end up getting – Jared Goff, I just, they lost too much. They lost Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr. I just don't think that team can even compete. I I just don't think they're good enough, and they lost too much. And Jared Goff, he might be good in that system, but I don't think so. I think it'll take time to adjust, and he doesn't not have enough weapons offensively. I think... The Vikings finish in third. Oh, I think – I really think they will finish in third. I know this is kind of a bold take, but I think they do. I think I think they have a down year. I think Kirk Cousins doesn't play well. They did lose Xavier Rhodes. I just think they will have a down year, and I think – I just don't think they'll be good enough. I know they have a good defense, but I think in second place, I think the Bears beat them out. Um, I obviously drafting Justin Fields is huge, and I think Justin Fields will work well with Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson. And I think I think that'll be a good fit, and I think Andy Dalton can help out too 
during the I think I don't think Justin Fields is going to be the starter week one. I think Andy Dalton is going to be the starter. And then eventually Justin Fields is going to work in and he'll be the starting quarterback. And also they they do have a really good defense. Khalil Mack, obviously, Akeem Hicks. I I, I think they have a good defense. And and finishing in first for the NFC North, I have the Packers. This all really depends on Aaron Rodgers and his situation. He did recently deny a contract extension, but he really wants out, but I think he might stay. But we it's all up in the air. I think even if he does leave, they have Jordan Love there. I know he hasn't played yet, but I think he can I think it will do well. And I mean it all once again depends on Aaron Rodgers, but if he doesn't play and I think Jordan Love can step up and fill a role. And he obviously has a ton of support offensively. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Marquez Valdez-Scanling defensively. Alexander, I forget his first name. Holy crap. Um, and Zadarius Smith. And I think that's how the NFC North will finish. Now the AFC East. <clears throat> In fourth finishing, I have the Jets. This isn't much of a surprise, but... They did draft Zach Wilson, and I think, I mean, I just don't think it's enough. This is a pretty good division. I mean, I really, I just don't think they're good enough to compete with other teams that in their division. I mean, Zach Wilson, I think I think he's the front runner for Offensive Player of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year, my fault. And in third place, I have the Dolphins. I, I don't, I didn't like how Tua played last year, and now... There's no Ryan Fitzpatrick to help him out. But there is Jacoby Brissett, and they did sign him this offseason. He was a free agent, and he might be able to help. But I think because of this team that I have finishing in second, I just think I think Bill Belichick is really going to work his magic down in New England. I think they're going to finish second. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think finishing in second this I mean, somewhat decent division. I mean, it's pretty good. Bills are really good, which I have finishing in first. But the Patriots, I have them beating up the Dolphins, mostly because of the offseason they had. I mean, Matt uh, Matt Judon, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, some big signs. And, I mean, I think, just, I think the Patriots will beat out the Dolphins. I don't think Tua is going to have a, a sounding season. They did draft... The Dolphins did draft that wide receiver out of Alabama, but I don't know. I don't think – I just don't think it will work out. I think I think this is kind of an easy pick. I think the Bills easily finish in first. Josh Allen, he's easily one of the rising stars at the quarterback position with Stephon Diggs. Devin Singletary is a very good running back, and I th- they have a rising defense. I mean, I really think with uh, – that corner that they have there, I can't believe I forgot his name too. But I really think that – I think it's kind of easy there. If I had to do anything, it would be what the AFC East – I think it's the Dolphins and Patriots. I think they're really close. If Tua has a really good season, I think – I don't know. Then it's a different story. But, I mean, obviously we don't know. I mean – so he Tua might tear his ACL in training camp, or he might get injured week two, and they like no one knows. It's all up in the air. It doesn't matter. 
But, yeah, I think this is how the NFC North and AFC East are going to finish. And this is the end of the NFL segment. Now we're going to be going on to the speed segment, as I like to call it. And, all right, see you there. Okay, guys, so now we're going to be now we're going into our last segment here. I call this one the speed segment. So what I what we do here is I'm given a question or topic or statement and I have to answer it or say what I'm what I think about this topic is I only have 30 seconds to answer. And so our first topic here today is. Fred Warner just recently signed, re-signed with the 49ers, four-year, $95 million contract. I think this is a big success for 49ers fans. I think, I think we talked about this a little, a little bit last episode, but yeah, I really think that they're going to be good. I really think the 49ers are really going to make a comeback. And now that they're healthy, Nick Bosa is healthy, Garoppolo, he's somewhat healthy. Now they got Fred Warner. And Raheem Mostert, they have a pretty good defense. I mean, and offense with George Kittle. I really think, I think this is a big success for 49ers fans. Timer up. Okay, so this is another topic. Does Chris Paul stay with the Suns? I think he does. We actually talked about this earlier. I think he does because I, I think you just, he just, they made such a deep run in the playoffs. And I, I, I don't think. Like, he's a good fit with this team, too. I don't think he should just throw that all out the window to go to a better contender because they're a contender now. They're a good team. And Chris Paul really completes that team. DeAndre Eaton even said Chris Paul is the best thing that's ever happened in his career. I think he resigns. Honestly, I hope so. All right, timer. And um, what's your surprise team for the 2021 – I mean, 20 – yeah – 2021 NBA season. I don't know. This one's kind of tough. I think. I think the. I think the Warriors, my team. I think they're gonna come back, have a great season. They got Clay back. They got obviously the best shooter of all time, Steph Curry. If you if you disagree, okay. But yeah, I really think they're gonna come back. I think they're gonna. Gonna, I think they're going to make a comeback. I think they have a bright future ahead of them. And I really think they're going to draft some good guys at the 7th pick and the 14th pick. All right, so and that's the timer. All right, so thank you all for tuning into my podcast. I, I'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace.